All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Fair Ones and Fairways. Man, it is good to be back in the building with you. Noel Sosa in here with the Hurricane, Fernando Rivas. What up, Fernando? What's going on, No Soul? What's going on, man? Happy to be here for another week. Yeah, man. Uh, always love to talk uh, the sport that we love, boxing. Mixing a little bit of golf here and there as well, too. By the way, uh, U.S. Open was crazy. Came so close to winning some money, man. I put some more money on Dustin Johnson. It didn't happen, but it's all good. It's all good, man. Lots to talk about uh, in the boxing world. Man, man uh, Teo shocked the world, didn't he? Uh, yeah, man. Last time we talked, we were going into that fight. Uh, Teofimo Lopez versus Josh Taylor. And I... He definitely shocked the world. Shocked me, that's for sure. Surprised the hell out of me, too. Somehow, some way, in the midst of all the crazy stuff that he was saying, all the crazy stuff he appears to be going through, he kind of found himself in the ring. That, that There's something to be said about that. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's uh, he dug deep, and uh, he found something within himself that night. You know, uh, he you know dove deep into his uh, reservoir, and you know he came out with a moment of greatness, man. So... You, you know, you know. I got to say this, man, because my official pick was I. You know, I went ahead and I, I, I made my official pick, which was Josh Taylor. I said he's going to go ahead and, and get the win, maybe even possibly stop him. Yeah. Um, and it turned out that things played out, and I'm not going back on my word here because that was my pick. That was my official yeah. pick, but it ended up playing out the way I had initially thought that the fight might go before Teo started acting crazy. You know what I mean? Because yeah. remember, we had that conversation. I said, stylistically, I think this actually works out for yeah. Teo. Uh, but I was convinced otherwise, just due to his recent actions, kind of his behavior, I guess I should say. Um, but man, it looked like the old Teo in the ring. It did. you know. And uh, Regardless of what he may be doing outside of the it, ring, in the ring, it looked like he had it together. Exactly. And, um, you know, if I would have known this was the Teo that show up, <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, if like I said, and I, and I also said, you know, if this fight was made, you know, with the version of the Teo that beat Lomachenko, I would have said it was a 50-50 fight. Maybe right. he gave the edge to Teo. Right. But, you know, his mental, you know, last in the weeks leading into that fight, I mean, you, you thought this man was in trouble. I thought he was in trouble. Uh, anytime, man, I see somebody who's got that much going on in their head, that's usually a sign of bad things to come. But, again, something happened when he got in that ring. He just... I don't know. Like he had a moment where he found himself, and who knows, right? Yeah. Who knows? Because I mean, he 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 knows how to troll folks. I saw him make a post after the fight talking about acting like he was crazy or playing yeah. the fool, all that stuff. I mean, do you buy into that at all? I mean, is he really like the master of mind games here? What's uh, going on? Well, I mean, I was uh, judging by some of the interviews he gives. I don't think he's that clever. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't believe, buy into that, um, right? But I do think you know if. If he if he's speaking honestly, I think it's uh, it's even more impressive, rather rather than saying oh it's an act, I think it's more impressive that even with all that he was right. able to come up with that moment. I agree. You know, uh, my official prediction was Josh Taylor one seventeen to one eleven or one ten because I thought he would have dropped him right nine rounds to three. And ironically, that's how I ended up scoring it for Teo when I watched it. <laughs> how about it, man? And uh, but you know, I was watching the fight with my wife and we were both rooting for Teo because you know we're Teo fans. So like I was pleasantly surprised. I didn't right. mind being wrong in that prediction. I was going by what I saw with him, you know, mentally. Uh, if you saw that interview with uh, where his dad cut in, and it, it looked like he sucked the life out of that room. Oh man! And you know that was tough to watch. And what did Teo say immediately? Low key, I want to die. Yeah. It's like, come on, man! Like something, something is still obviously going on there. 
there's definitely some issues there. And and like you said, despite those issues, you know, Lopez comes out and and I think you even said this and I agree with you, perhaps a career defining moment. Yeah. Yeah, that was this was his signature win. The Lomachenko fight, it, it was like a coming out party. But to me, that will always be more of, you know, Lomachenko fumbling the ball mm-hmm. and, you know, giving away the first half of the fight versus this fight where Teo was a, an underdog, in my opinion, uh, against a seemingly bigger guy, you know, a guy that was at his peak. And he, you know, he dominated the fight. He was in control. So I think this is his signature win as of right now. Taylor just didn't have the answers for what Taylor was putting out there. What, what, what was it that you think made the difference? What was it that gave Taylor the advantage inside the ring? It looked to me as if he was stronger than, than Taylor. Nothing that Taylor landed did anything to Taylor. Right. I mean, even Cambosas was able to put him, put him down. Yeah. And uh, Taylor just couldn't, couldn't do anything. Couldn't, couldn't hurt him. He couldn't hurt him. He couldn't uh, make him respect. Uh, he couldn't make Taylor respect him. And every time Taylor landed something significant, it rocked. It rocked Taylor. It did. I mean, so. yeah, yeah, I agree with you, man. Teofimo just looked, he looked sharp. Uh, he looked powerful. And, man, that speed, it just his boxing IQ, man, throwing the, the types of combinations at the angles that he was able to throw them and land them at. Not just throw them, but land them and land them with authority. Uh, very impressive. I mean, there were some points where he was flat out showboating in that ring. Yeah. I mean, he was comfortable. He's put on a show. I mean, you'd think uh, Josh Taylor wasn't an undisputed champion. <laughs> right. You'd think this guy was, you know, because jo- Josh Taylor was in a lot of people's pound for pound, including mine. Right. And so to do that with someone like that, it shows that, you know, how, uh, how much greatness uh, Teo can, can have if he, if he's, uh, if he does, think, does things right. Hey, man, uh, absolutely. Absolutely. Now, before you said that maybe Teofimo was in need of a new team, do you still feel that way? Yeah, yeah. I think, you know, those interviews leading up to the fight, especially the one where he gets into the shouting match with his dad. Yeah, it's bad. It, it shows that there's some type of power struggle. You know, there's something going on there. And I, I think it's going to come down to a point where you, you might have to decide what's more important, you know, the fighter-coach relationship or the father-son relationship. Mm. Which one do you want to save? You know, you, you're not going to be a fighter for the, forever. Right. But that's still your dad for the rest of your life. Right. So, you know, what do you want to save? What, you know... I would like to think he'd want to keep the father-son relationship, sure, and maybe go a different route, you know, in the boxing side of things. But you know, at the end of the day, they're gonna do whatever they want to do. But from from what I'm looking at, it, it does look like he's in need of a different different leadership, maybe in his corner. Sure, sure. I mean, listen, we're we're glad he was able to get in the ring and get the job done. But man, what happens outside the ring is 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 even more important uh, in the grand scheme of things. And, uh, you know, obviously, we always hope the best uh, for Teofimo Lopez. And listen, he looked great. He had a great performance, uh, career-defining moment. Uh, you know, we've got to celebrate that. We've got to be happy about that. And we are, man. It's great to see a boxer like that, especially because we were concerned about him, be able to put on that kind of performance inside the ring. Uh, and like I said, Fernando, normally we're asking, okay, so where does he go next? Well, according to Teofimo Lopez, retirement. <laughs> Are you buying this, first of all? I mean, is he really retired? What's going on here? Is it more mind games? What's going on? He's not retired at all. Okay, okay. He's, he's, you know, he's done with top rank, if I'm not mistaken. Um, So he's just just waiting to see who offers him some money to, you know, for a fight. He's probably going to wait for, you know, either Eddie Hearn or, you know, PBC or somebody like that. But there's no way he, he stays retired, not after something like this. There's no way. He can't, right? No, no way at all. There's just... You know, he was talking about, you know, he'll come back if they offer him, you know, $100 million. Right, right. He'll come back for five or six. <laughs> let's be honest. And and that's still really good money. That's great money. 
Yeah, yeah, you know, great so. money. Yeah, I'd, I'd like to see him get ten. You know, let's, yeah. uh, can, can, can we give the man ten million dollars? That'd be great. Yeah, there's still so much, so much business to do. I mean, you got Haney, Ryan Garcia, Roley. Listen, yep. that division, that that little zip code that they're in. Yeah. There's a lot of fights to be made. Oh yeah, there's so much business to do there. It's uh, yeah, he's got so many options, so many options at 140. Is there anybody that you would prefer to see him fight? Uh, just because uh, of how I think the the press conferences would go, you know, someone like Roley, no, oh. uh, even Adrian Broner who just came back because <laughs> of the trash talking, uh, <laughs> just for a little entertainment's sake. But uh, yes, <laughs> yeah. But uh, but really, I I do think the fight to make at 140. And, and and let's give it a little bit of time, but I do think the fight to make at 140 would be Teo versus Devin Haney. I think it'd be a really good fight. Man, that's going to be – I'd love to see that fight. I'd love to see that fight. Like I said, he's got options. Um, if he indeed is not retired, the man has options. You talked about some fun fights in there. You know, uh, I, I, a quick word on Adrian Broner. He fought a guy who is a, a lawyer. Yeah, and went the full ten. He couldn't get him out of there. Couldn't no. get him out of there. He's he's a shell of himself. Yes, he is. But you know, uh, he can still talk a lot of trash. He can sell some. And he, he can he, he can, can sell a fight. Yeah, he know? can sell a fight. He'd be perfect for like Ryan Garcia coming back. Oh, that'd he'd be good. Be, he'd be perfect. You know, the press conferences would be fun. They'd um, make a bunch of money. I think he'd probably throw five punches around. <laughs> he'd go the distance and say he got robbed, and yeah. he'd live to fight another day. So. But there's money to be made, so I don't, I don't think there's a problem. Adrian Broner always good for a sound clip. That's for sure. A little sound bite. You can always count on AB, but you know, like I said, Teofimo, he's got options. Um, I think Haney would be the ideal fight to see. Let's just let's run it. Let's let's get yeah. these guys in there. You know, let's get these guys in there. Uh, but it looks like Haney may be looking uh, a different direction, and we're going to get to that here in a little bit too. Um, how about Josh Taylor? What does he have to do to bounce back from this? What, what where does he go from here? Well, you know, he still has some business with Catterall that he's got to take care of. That was a close decision. So you know, why not fight him again? You yeah, know, this time get a more convincing win with him yeah. and get another big fight after that. You know, just keep on moving, keep yeah. on moving. You know, it, you know, one forty. You know, the four belts are split up again, so it's not like you know one guy's holding him hostage and he can't get a rematch with with Teo. So you know, you got Matias, the IBF champ. You got Roley. You know, the one forty pound uh, division is is wide open. Although he did, I think, indicate that he might be going up to one forty seven. Yeah, he did say that. So, you know, let's see what's, what's at forty seven. I still would like to see him take care of business with Catterall, just because that fight was controversial. Sure. Let's see him take care of business with that guy and then move up or something like that. Sure. But I mean, he it's not the end of the world for him. He's good. He's a former undisputed champion. He's a big name. You know, he he can bounce back. I was surprised that he didn't offer more uh, against against Lopez that night. But again, just credit to Taylor for doing what he does. But I was just expecting a little bit more from Taylor. Yeah, no, me too. I, I honestly thought you know he would uh, make Taylor respect him a little bit more, and he didn't seem like he had any answers for him. So, you know, it just is what it is. But you know, I gotta give Taylor all the credit because, like I said, he he really dug deep. And you know, and he found his he found a moment of greatness here. And you know, this is you know, it's not all, you don't always see something like this right. with an underdog with someone who's an underdog. And you know, I got to give uh, Ivory a shout out because he he called Dude, it. He listen, said they would win. You know, I, I hate that he's not on today's show, man. It was a little little conflict and scheduling and whatnot. But yeah, Ivory was the only one who called it. Yeah, uh, he said Teofimo Lopez. He, he's got this. He's got yeah. this. And I said, man. All right, and it turns out, you know what, I, I, do we have it here? I, I wonder if I can just go ahead and give him a big yeah. shout-out. Ivory Towns, 
At least one of us got it right, Fernando. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> a lot of people at the gym were telling me Taylor would win too, so they were all kind of having fun at my expense. But it, it's it's all good. Hey man, that's what happens. It's yeah. part of the game, yeah, and, and we own it. it. We own it when 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 we're wrong, and you know when we're right, we we yeah. we want to get that credit yeah. too. Yeah. yeah, it is. What I mean, what are you talking about? I wanted Taylor to win. What are you, talk- <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about, man? You Sometimes know, what yeah. we want and what what we yeah. pick are two different things. <laughs> exactly. For sure, for sure. So I just I, I I took it, man, and. Uh, yeah, man, it is what it is. It is what it is. No, I, listen, happy to see uh, Teofimo Lopez uh, return to form and looking forward to hopefully not a retirement and uh, some more action in the ring. Yeah. We'll have to see how that goes. I'm yeah. sure he's going to take some time off. That's for sure. Much needed time off. Much needed, Much needed time off. And, and deserved. Absolutely. You know, he, he might take a whole year off, and that's perfectly fine, I think, uh, where his mental health is at and his family situation, his team situation really he needs a break. Let's, yeah. let's let him take a break. Vacate this belt. It's, yeah. not, that, it's not that important, really. Right. Um, take a break and come back later, man. Come back. That's right. Come back healthy, not just physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, all those things, man. We wish you the best tale. Hey, congratulations on a great performance. Uh, another performance, people are calling this potential fight of the year. Uh, Jaime Munguia in action uh, against Sergey. Dervinchenko. Dervinchenko, yeah. And uh, let me tell you what, I'm a fan of Dervinchenko because he is, uh, he's, always, he's always providing a good fight. Uh, he doesn't have the best record, but let me tell you what, him and Jaime Munguia put on a show. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, it was back and forth. I mean, there was times Sergey looked like he was on the verge of stopping Munguia. Yeah. Then Munguia would fight right back and, you know, get, you know, get out of it. And, you know, he knocked him down in the 12th round. The 12th round, you man. Know, sealed the deal, but... You can't ask for more drama than that. You know, every one of Sergey's losses has been against uh, a big name, and it's been a close decision. So, right. I mean, he's a, he's a good gatekeeper for this division. He's a rugged dude. He's going to come to fight you every time. He's going to make you earn your money. He's not rolling over. He's not just showing up to cash a check. He is showing up to try to win, and he's going to make it a difficult night for anybody. And listen, credit to Jaime Mugia for, for, for continuing to push, push, push. And man, the dramatic 12th round where he was able to drop him yeah. saved him the fight because he only won uh, uh, by, by, one, uh, by one point. I mean, the knockdown is really what gave him the win. But I mean, there's even with all that, there were still some flaws there. I mean, his defense, he's got to work on that defense. You know? I, I mean, it, listen, at this point, can he? I mean, is it, he, I feel like he is who he is. Yeah, but I mean, there, there's still ways that you can evolve a little bit. You know, Barrera kind of d- did it in his career after he got beat by uh, Poison Junior Jones. Okay. He was able to kind of reestablish himself as a boxer, developed a really nice jab, and you know you saw what he did to Prince Hamed. So there, there's still time to evolve, maybe not change exactly who you are, but he's got to work on some defense, man, because those bomb, those bombs that he took, you know, they he they ain't gonna hold up against that chin is not gonna hold up against the best at 160, and that's not gonna do you no good, man. Just no. going down the road, period. He was talking about challenging Bivol at one point. He's not gonna take those hits from from Bivol. You don't want that, no. So. No, man. <laughs> Uh, you know, Jaime Mugia, and he's got a crazy record. What is that? It's like 40... 42-0. 42-0 with 33 knockouts, but he has yet to have the fight. Yeah. I mean, uh, is that is that possibly going to happen? I mean, they're they're protecting him. They're protecting <laughs> him for sure. You I mean, know. but come on now. You know, it's it's getting a little crazy now, but he's going to have to challenge for, for a title pretty soon. He's going to have to challenge one of the big names. He was asking for Triple G, I think, because Triple G's on his way out. Mm-hmm. I think that's what it is, but... He's gonna have to fight somebody, somebody young, somebody in their prime, right? Like him, and, and test himself. I wouldn't mind seeing him against Charlo. Yeah, you know that's that's really a, a test of to see if you're elite. Yeah, you absolutely. Uh, fight fight somebody like that. You know, uh, I think it's time. You know, he's forty two and zero. 
He's a former world champion at 154. I mean, this is like his eighth consecutive fight without fighting for a major belt. I mean, come on now. You know, Golden Boy, you know, you got to do something with this guy. You come know, on now. You're going to waste his prime building him up? That's right. You got to get him out there. At you some know? point, we got to see if he's going to fly, <laughs> you know? Yeah, you're going to mess around and mess up your money. You're going to have him lose to a journeyman at some point. You know, yeah. you got to you gotta, <laughs> you gotta find out what he's made of, man. See, see if he can go ahead and take it to the next level, man. I've been waiting to see that from Jaime Mugia for, for, for years now. Uh, so we'll see where, where, where he ends up next, man. But again, if you haven't had a chance to see the fight, go back, look at it, because uh, people are calling this potential fight of the year. It was, that, it was that much that much drama, that much action. These guys, they put on a show. Yeah, so right now, to me, it seems like it's the leading candidate. And it was a really fun fight. You know, if you watch it, you know, as a fan, you had a lot, you, you'll have a lot of fun. Absolutely. It was a really fun fight. Um, also, uh, in action here, uh, since we last got together uh, this past weekend, Regis Progre, uh, back in the ring, uh, Rougarou did his thing, uh, kind of, yeah, yeah. <laughs> kind of a little bit, little less than uh, stellar performance. Um, I think maybe we expected a little bit more from Progre at this point, you know, a lot of hype on him, a lot of, a lot of momentum. You figured he'd go in here and just, you know, get the job done in impressive fashion. Turns out it was a little bit more than he bargained for. Uh, as he took on uh, his opponent, Danielito Zoria, uh, again, <laughs> he got rocked, but he kept coming back, and, 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 and he did you know, show flashes of brilliance in there. But I think we expected a little bit more from Progray. Yeah, it almost seemed like he kind of fought down to the level of the opponent. And, uh, and listen, he did just sign a new contract. He got paid. He's probably yeah. feeling pretty good. We've seen this happen before. You know, I was, you know, I was thinking before, you know, like someone like Regis Progi would be licking his chops to fight Haney. Yeah. Now I'm thinking Haney's probably licking his chops to get Regis. <laughs> like, wait, this is the guy that was calling me out? Yeah, yeah. Let, get me him next, please. I've Let seen me. Bill Haney already say, hey, there's yeah. a warrant out for Progre, and, 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 and Devin's getting ready to serve it. So yeah. now, now it looks like he's got some uh, takers. Which would be a really fun fight still, though. Even, I would love even, it. even with the bad performance, I, I, I think it was more a case of Regis – Kind of fought down to the level of the opponent. Maybe had a night off, which you know you don't want to have when you're you know a champion. But right, you know it. It, it is what it is. I, I think it happens. He, I, I think he'll turn it on for someone like Devin Haney. Yeah, and I think it'll be a good fight. I think it'll be a good fight. It'll be a fun fight. It's one of those fights that's out there that you know what? Yeah, let's see that. You know, I, I, I'd be I'd be I'd welcome that with open arms, man. We'd love to see uh, where the, if that ends up happening, man. A match between Devin Haney and Regis Pro Gray again, a little bit less than. What we were hoping for from Progray, but nevertheless gets the job done, and uh, we will see where he ends up next. Speaking of getting the job done, speaking of making a statement, Tim Zhu, son of Costa Zhu, one round to get his opponent out of there. What did, man? But I, listen, he did what he was supposed to do, uh, Fernando. Uh, he, he 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 made. I know he made his daddy proud. He he did for sure. He's a doppelganger of his daddy, by the way. <laughs> it's kind of crazy, but, man. But, uh, I do a double take a few times. Like, yeah. wait a minute, who am I watching? Yeah, I mean, I don't know if he possessed his body on this night or something. But I mean, I mean, you, I was. You can tell that uh, Tim Zoo wanted to get him out in one round. Sure. The, and the reason I say that is because he was very well aware of what time he got him out versus what time Spence got him out. Mm. So you kind of get the sense like he he felt he had to do what Spence did. To kind of show that he's an elite fighter himself at right. at 154, right? Which you know he did it very impressively. Highlight real knockout first round. He and, did it, and he he beat Spence's time. Sure, you got to give him credit. You got to give him credit. He went in there and executed. And yeah, man, anytime you see a fighter go in there, I, I feel like two things happen. One, obviously, listen, 
You go in there, you're not getting paid overtime, as they say. Uh, so you got the job done. And, and it's impressive, right? First round knockout, that's you know about as dominating as it can get. But you also you don't get to learn much about the fighter. No. Uh, it just happens too quick, too fast. I mean, it, it's impressive to see it, but I kind of I really wanted to see what Tim Zoo was made of. Yeah. And uh, we've yet to kind of find that out. And, and to be fair, I mean, Carlos Ocampo's record is a bit blown up. I mean, sure. he really doesn't beat anybody. And, you know, he, he went on a big winning streak in Mexico, but it was against you know, journeyman type fighters. And it just seems like every time he steps up in competition, he, he gets beat pretty, pretty convincingly. Right. So you wouldn't have learned much for someone like Carlos Ocampo, but I wouldn't mind seeing him with a solid contender at 154 for sure. I think, I think um, that's, I think that's important that we get that kind of fight from him and, at this point. And I was very impressed with his last performance uh, with, with Harrison. Um, I think that fight showed that, you know, Tim Zoo is a, is a, a real deal at 154. Absolutely. So, you know, now I'm kind of anxious to see him step up with, uh, with Jamel Charlo. I think that's the, the fight to make at 154 right He's now. He's calling for that fight. You know, it, it's going to be a big fight. You know, Tim Zoo has a big fan base in Australia, uh, big fan base, son of a legend. You know, he has a personality himself. Uh, Jamel Charlo, we know he has a personality. Oh, yeah. You know, so it, it'll, be a, it'll be a big time fight for sure. It, it needs to be made. I, I think it does too. Now, I, I would get excited for that. I'd be I'd be ready to, to 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 watch that one, man. Yeah, if we can get if we can get Jamel Charlo in there against uh, Tim Zhu, uh, count me in. I'd love to see who lands first. Boy, <laughs> boy, let's yeah. see it. No, that would be a lot of fun, man. Uh, I kind of get the uh, old uh, Costa Zhu uh, Zab Judah vibes uh, from that whole scenario. That'd be pretty crazy. That'd be pretty cra- <laughs> I, I saw that fight. I remember I saw that fight in my living room, and I I, I thought Judah was going to win that fight. I wonder if they get Jay Nady to referee. That'd be great. <laughs> Let, let's see who does the stinky leg on, on this one, right? <laughs> All-time great highlight right yeah. there uh, from Costa Zoo, the father of Tim Zoo. Yeah. Tim, Tim Zoo, though, uh, again, with that win, improves to 20 and 0, 17 knockouts. Yeah, I'd like to see that next. I'd like to see that fight next. Let's yeah. see if they make it happen. Yeah. Well, one, you know, Charlo's already a star, and Tim Zoo's got a lot of star potential, so let, let's see it. And I feel like we're not asking for too much. Listen, Fernando, this has been a great year for boxing. It has. It has. One of the best years in, in memory, you know, I, for I, sure. That I can recall. I mean, we're getting a ton of fights that we actually want and have been wanting, have been calling for. I'm just I'm just curious to see how the year ends out with the heavyweights. Yeah. Because, I mean, this might be one of the greatest years, I don't know, ever. <laughs> this yeah, is I mean, pretty good. The promoters are listening. The yeah. fighters are listening. Fights are getting made. You know, there's no excuse to say, you know, boxing is dying this year. I mean, it's definitely alive and well. Oh, man. For sure. Absolutely. And, and obviously, we're going to continue to be hype and get ready for the big, you know, Sprints Crawford matchup. Did you get a chance to see the, uh, the, the, the press conferences? I saw some of the highlights of the press conferences. Yeah. I thought, you know, uh, Spence had one of the best lines when he says, hey, I'm from Jamaica and we smoke buns. <laughs> I, thought that was the, I thought that was pretty cold, you know, from, from Spence. And, yeah. and Crawford ended up trying to come back, and there was no coming back from that. It was, just, it was, it was pretty hilarious. <laughs> Let me tell you what, man. Uh, I'll say this, man. These guys are probably the two best fighters in the sport right now, pound for pound. Um, not the best at, like, selling a fight, in my opinion. <laughs> <laughs> but but I, it's one of those things, right, to where I hope the casual viewer understands that, listen, th- these guys may not be up here talking the most trash to each other. They tried a little bit, like you were yeah, mentioning, yeah. a little bit. But you could tell these guys are kind of friends. Yeah. And they're just they're, they're here to do business. They're serious. Yeah. Okay. This isn't – these aren't comedians. These guys aren't, like I said, the best showmen. But let me tell you what they are. 
They're the best fighters you can fight, and they're going to be fighting each other. And I am so excited for that fight. Uh, I cannot wait uh, to see how that thing plays out. And, and listen, I haven't made an official prediction yet. I know, I know where you're leaning, Fernando. Yeah. I know you're leaning on the side of Bud. Yeah, uh, I, I'm kind of leaning on the side of the big fish. Uh, Mr. Earl Spence Jr., but I, I I still need to sit with it. I need to I just need to look at it a little bit deeper before I make a prediction. Yeah. But it's going to be a lot of fun leading up to um, that fight, man. Yeah, no, I'm thinking it's going to be a fish fry for sure. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, it's going to be All a right. fish fry for sure. We're going to find out. We're going to find out. <laughs> Listen, a uh, couple of more matches here to talk about. Uh, it is official. Uh, Joe Joyce activated his uh, rematch clause. Going to be uh, rematching. Yeah, Zile Zhang. September 2nd in London. They're going to fight in London. They're going to run this thing back. Uh, does this thing play out any differently? Uh, he's, going to have to, he's going to have to box him. He's going to have to make sure, you know, he's going to have to take away his left hand. Because that was, you know, Zhang's money punch. He was landing it at will. So he's going to have to come up with a, a good strategy to, to nullify that for sure. And so big opportunity for Joe Joyce to redeem himself, uh, to, to get a big win and get back in the, in the hunt for a big fight. You know, this is his ticket right here. You know, if you're Zhang if, and you get a, a win again, you're set. You, you'll get a championship fight for sure. You'll fight uh, Fury. You, you can fight uh, uh, Usyk. You know, you kind of there's kinda, Ruiz, there's Wilder. You got a big fight for sure coming your way if you beat uh, Joy Joyce again for Absolutely. sure. Absolutely. So, so yeah, I mean, it's gonna be a good, interesting fight. Um, I'm I'm curious to see if Joe Joyce can make the necessary adjustments and you know take away Zhang's left hand. And see if he can wear him out. Make sure, see if he can get him in the later rounds, and if he can tire him out. Yeah, if he can do that, I think he has, he's got a good chance to to redeem himself. Absolutely, man. It'll be interesting to see. Always love to see the heavyweights in action. Uh, they will run it back uh, September second in London. Also, uh, this a fight apparently has been agreed to. They don't have a date yet, but they're thinking October, November. David Benavides versus David Morrell. Man, whoa, the fight that I didn't know I needed, but man, I'm glad it's here. I'm ex I am very excited for this one. This is a super fight, yeah. I mean, make no mistake, this, this, is, the, <laughs> this is this is a big time fight at 168. You know, uh, two champions, you know, two uh, big name guys. Well, David Benavides is more of a big name, but right. David Morel is emerging, uh, right? Young guy, he's been uh, knocking people out, you know, he's very impressively, yes. I mean, it, it, this is gonna be a, a big time. Big time fight between two big time guys at 168. Ah man, I'm I'm telling you, man. David Benavides, obviously, you know he's been uh, on the Canelo hunt, trying to get the fight with Canelo. But if he has, if this is happening again, the, the the word is that this has been agreed to here. David Benavides is he's in for a quite a challenge in David Morrell. And again, David Morrell, young in his professional career, he's only nine and zero with eight knockouts. But he's got a, a from what I understand, a very impressive amateur record. Yeah. Uh, from from what we were researching, it was saying uh, one thirty and two as an amateur. Uh, no box rec has him uh, with five defeats. Okay, but so let's call it one thirty and five. Then one, I mean, let's whatever. One thirty and five, but that's still a very impressive amateur record. <laughs> Come on, man! You know, so so he you know he didn't really need to take a long path to the title. You know, he, he got there pretty quickly. And you could tell when you see him fight. I mean, the guy's yeah. extremely polished. Yeah, for sure. I mean, he's got really good technique. Uh, throws his combinations very very well. Gets very people well. out of there. Um, Gets them out of there quick. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, this is this is a very good fight. Very good fight. Uh, this can be a really big challenge for Benavides. You know, people are gonna look at Morel's nine and zero record and maybe not think that he is that he is a big challenge. But 
you know, he is. <laughs> he's, def- yes, he is. he's definitely going to be a big challenge. And, and and he's just as big with a longer reach. And, and very likely his toughest challenge. Absolutely. He's, you know, he's got four inches on in reach on him. Right. He's a little shorter, but he's got the reach on him. Um, it's Benavides is going to have a tough time getting in on this guy. This is going to be. This is going to be a really good fight. It's going to be very good. Listen, if you can hear me right now. Mark that on your calendar. As soon as they do announce the date, again they're 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 floating around something in October or November. David Benavides versus David Morrell. Do not miss that fight. I promise you, that is going to be fireworks. Fireworks. I cannot wait to see that man, uh, David Benavides, uh, the, the the monster, going to be taking on David Morrell, who is just. I'm I'm a fan. Yeah, same here. Uh, He's a good guy, you know. Uh, he he, uh, he fights for a cause. He was talking about autism. That's in the right. Last fight. So that's right. Very likable guy. Um, this is going to be a very very entertaining fight, and uh, you know, whoever wins this fight, damn sure ain't fighting Canelo because Canelo, <laughs> Canelo ain't going to fight. Ain't going to want to fight them for sure. Uh, who can fight their way out of the Canelo sweepstakes? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's so sad that that's true. But speaking of Canelo, real quick before we wrap up today's show. Uh, there's been some rumors, uh, Canelo, who's he going to fight next? For a minute there, it looked like it might have been Badu Jack, but now maybe not. Yeah, uh, Badu Jack uh, went on Twitter and said, hey, this guy wanted me to 180. <laughs> he wanted me to come down 20 pounds, and he had an insane rehydration clause. He's like, no, why don't you fight Benavides? <laughs> <laughs> you know, man, Canelo needs to quit playing, man. I mean, stop with the rehydration clauses. Stop with all this that, you know, BS. That stuff needs to, I hate that. It's I hate ridiculous. it when they start yeah. throwing all these extra stipulations. And I get it. Again, man, I feel like this is a uh, hangover from the Mayweather era. Yeah. Uh, all these, I'm the A-side. I get to call the shots. I need you to hump, jump through this hoop, jump through this hoop, jump through this hoop. This hoop's on fire. Jump through that one. Like, hey, man, like, let's just, are we, are we fighting or not? You know, for, that, for that's sure. how I feel about it. For sure. I mean, look, Canelo's still the face of boxing, but if you can't make that weight because you're too small, don't fight there. Thank you. Period, point blank. I mean, uh, don't, don't, come on, man. That's right. You know, I agree. Don't fight. I agree. Then for that matter, you know, stay away from 175. Right. Because, you know, you kind of got exposed in that division. That's You're a little right. too small. That's right. Bivol and Baturbiev will have a field day with you. Mm-hmm. Stay at 168 where you, there's a lot of big fights to be made. That's right. And, and you can still be very competitive. There's Absolutely. no need for all that crap. I agree. Well yeah. said. <laughs> That's how I like to end an episode right there with some real truth for you right there from the hurricane. Uh, Fernando, thank you again, man. Uh, sitting down, talking boxing is always a pleasure. Um, look forward to doing this again. Yeah, it's great to be back, man. Uh, uh, can't wait to talk about the future fights, man. I want to send a big shout out to Ivory for getting the tail pick right. Ivory, you did it, man. I want to send another big shout out to my uh, my friend, uh, The Butcher, who we had a few episodes back. Yeah. You know, he's, get, he's getting his fighters ready. And, uh, yeah, man, uh, it's just great to be back, man. Oh, yeah, always good to be talking a little bit of the sweet science right here on Fair Ones and Fairways. Don't forget to follow us on social media, Fair Ones and Fairways, uh, on Instagram, Facebook, and on Twitter. Just look up Fair Ones, all spelled out for you. Hey, thanks for hanging out with us. And, again, until the next time, keep your hands up.